0: Ahoy, legend! Welcome to The Leadership Question. I'm Travis Thomas, CEO and Executive Coach at Team Buffalo. Over the last decade, I've worked with thousands of leaders to overcome some of the most difficult leadership challenges by using a blend of psychology, business, and strategy. This podcast has no theories, no gimmicks, and no bullshit. Just answers to your leadership questions so you can lead a team, company, and successful career. Let's get started with today's episode. Ahoy, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're focusing in on a topic that's going to be pretty important coming up into the holiday shutdown period. Depending on where you're listening in the rest of the world, you'll be familiar or unfamiliar with what happens in Australia, and particularly in Western Australia, which is great, but sometimes painful, is there's this shutdown period. Now, the shutdown period depending on industry may or may not happen for you. But for corporates, usually they tend to disappear around the 20th, 18th to 20th of December, and they are back kind of the second week of January for a lot of people. But that does tend to continue beyond that period into Australia day. Um, And that's quite a long period of time. Cause if you shut down around 18th of December and teams and people are still away until about the 20th of December, that becomes problematic if You want to take some time off and your team is left there alone. So one of the questions that has been coming up a bit is I need to take some time off and I'm feeling a bit burned out, not me specifically, but you as the leader. And it's how do I do that and feel confident that my team have this covered? It's a big problem, right? You want to take time off. You maybe haven't had that experience of having time away from your team. Maybe you've got new team members who you don't feel fully confident with or you're a first-time leader who's going, Oh, I don't like I want to take a couple weeks off when people are around so that way the team's looking after things, but how do I know it's going to get looked after? And it's a really important question to ask, and it's super important to focus in on because the reality is two things need to be dealt with. One is, you know, do you feel confident and comfortable that while you're away things will be managed? And the second is are people clear what those things are? So I'm gonna cover off today a bit on delegation because this is at the intersection of delegation. And what we're talking about here is Two issues is will they do the stuff they normally do? Well, because you're not around to look after them or force them, which is a whole different conversation. And two is do you feel comfortable that someone is going to look after what needs to be looked at from your own portfolio perspective? So, when we talk about strategy and direction, one of the analogies that gets used a lot, and it is really useful to consider. I've mentioned this in previous episodes so definitely go back and have a skim is this notion of the bus. So the bus, you know, we're going in a direction. The bus is going to take us there, uh, whatever that vision is for where the business is going or the organization is going or the team is going. Now, on that bus, there are seats. The seats represent the roles and jobs to be done to get the bus to that location. And then the people in the seats represent the delegated responsibility and authority of those people sat there to do those roles to get the bus to the place it needs to go. So when we talk about performance and hiring and giving people roles, often say to people, you need to start clearly with what's the direction and the vision for where the bus is going to take you. Then what are the roles, e.g. the seats? And then who is sat in those seats? People often start with, oh, I like this person. I'm just going to make up a role. No. So if you've done that activity for your team, part of your problem is already solved going into this. Should I take time off and how do I feel comfortable? Because your team should be really clear on their roles and responsibilities. And if they're not, you should be going back to your one-on-ones and your job descriptions and continually reinforcing that. So that's the first problem, kind of sorted. The second bit is around, well, how do you know they keep driving forward without you and that your work is going to get done? And this is where delegation can be really important. Now, one of the practices I do encourage that I will say up front for leaders to adopt if you haven't done it before and I think is important is to focus on trialing acting people that can either act in the role fully so they take your whole job responsibility on while you're away or to delegate out components of your role across a few people who will have delegated authority in those places. Now, delegating and delegate authority are important to Distinguish between. Delegation means I give the task to you, but I still own the authority and accountability for it. Delegated authority says I'm giving you the authority in this area of the role or my whole role to make decisions in my absence to make sure things continue to move forward and are done in the way they need to be despite me being gone. So if your team's going to be around, let's say from the 6th or 7th of January, and you're then going to take time off from maybe the 9th to the 20th to give yourself some time off or maybe a couple of weeks while they're back, I would suggest first, be clear that everyone's clear on their roles and responsibilities and the goals while you're away. That should already be normal part of business. The second is to make sure that you've delegated someone into an acting role and given them the delegated authority to make decisions on your behalf. Now, to do that, you need to do some specific things that align with my six principles for delegation. The first is get clear on the specific tasks and role responsibilities that they have. If you are not clear, there's no way it's going to get done to the standard you'd hope for. You're not always going to agree with the decisions they've made, and that's okay. But you need to be clear on the intent, and they need to understand the expectations of those tasks. Second is to meet with the person you're delegating the task or responsibilities to and discuss the task. Give them a chance to talk through it with you and finish the rest of the six steps together. Third is explain the importance and purpose of the task when they should fit it in, how it's going to work with their other work and why it's important. So if you're saying to them, Hey, I need you to manage this project while I'm away, the expectation is that we progress through to the next stage of the project. That includes, you know, you're going to need to allocate a couple hours here. Do you think you can handle it or do we need to find you some support to take on those tasks while you take on my tasks? Then for the fourth part of this is depending on their skill and your level of trust in them, adjust your strategy in alignment with that. And there's a framework I use. You can shoot me an email at admin at teambuffalo.co.co if you want the framework, but it's the when and how to delegate framework and it gives you a really good reference. I've used it with executives through the frontline leaders and it gives you a sense of how do I delegate. There's nine boxes in there that tell you, should you delegate or should you direct or, or, or. Then fifth is discuss with them what they should do if they get stuck. This is a classic challenge. If you're away and I have instructions and authority and I do it and I get stuck because something changes or someone didn't share the right information or there's a problem, how do I move forward? What do I do? So it might be that they go to your boss and you've explained it to them in which conditions they do that. Or some people go, hey, just give me a call. Please don't call me if you don't need to. Don't tell other people to call me. But if you get stuck, give me a call. That's not necessarily the best strategy, but there are an array you can deploy there. And then six is to ask the person if they have any questions about the task or are at all uncertain. And I'd often get them to play it back to you. So what have you heard? What's important? What are the things that you need to do, et cetera. So get them to repeat back to what they've heard. Now, this is not an easy process, but once you get into the habit of doing it, it does become easier and more natural. And that's what we're after. So I think it's super important that you allocate the right amount of time to working people through these tasks and how to know what the task is and their responsibility and that you get clear with, am I delegating full authority to this person or am I delegating a task? Now think about that. Am I delegating full authority, e.g. they can make any decision they need to within whatever spending limit or policy or framework you have in the organization? Or am I saying to them, hey, I am delegating the responsibility for you to get this task done, but you are not to make decisions that go over this threshold or to involve these people or, or, or. You can see how that becomes really important, right? Delegate authority versus delegation of responsibility. I want you to really hone in on that and be super clear, because if you're not, things will not come back the way you'd hope for. I've been involved firsthand where leaders have thought they've given a project to someone that come back just to hear it was stalled because something was unclear or they didn't want to make a bad decision. So they just went, oh, let me just leave it till you get back because you're back in two weeks. That's not what you want. And it also says you don't have a high performing team. So if they could take on that responsibility and you can be really clear, that puts you in a much better position. So to answer the question today, how do I take holiday and ensure that things continue to progress and that my team is doing the right things? We've talked about the bus, the seats on the bus and the people in those seats. You know, you should have worked through that and passed. But if you haven't, that's okay. Now's an opportunity. And then we talked about the six stages of delegation effectiveness, which could include authority or just task. First is get clear on what it is. Second meet with the person. Third, explain the importance and purpose of the task. Four, depending on their skill, adjust how much of that task you give them and how you lay that out. Five is tell them what to do if they get stuck, what good looks like, et cetera. And then six is ask the person if they have any questions. And as I said, I suggest getting them to play it back to you. Today's been a lightning Monday quick episode on how to make sure you're planning for that time off and that you're set up and they're set up for success. I just wanted to do a really quick one. I'm actually in the middle of doing some other project work at the moment, but I thought, hey, this is super topical. Let's give that to the person with December just around the corner because you might be taking holiday now or after that kind of January period. Either way, you're set up for success. As I said, if you want any of those tools or you want to have a chat about how to boost your delegation and how you're leading your team. Shoot me an email at admin at teambuffalo.co and I'm happy to jump on a call and chat. Thanks for tuning in today. Keep being a kick-ass leader and I will see you in the next episode.